Edgy T Salt, episode 62, Ode to Randy Posh. The Spice Girl? Dude, you're so going to hell for that one. Yeah, probably. Hey everybody, welcome back. I am Scott. And I am Scott Duarte on this end, Chanel on that. Welcome back. Yay, and yes, I do actually know he's not a Spice Girl. <laughs> he just learned that this morning. That's right. I love the interweb. <laughs> uh, news. News. Bumper news. All right. First, email. Email. My email is Scott Duarte, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E, all one word, all lowercase, at education.org. That's E-D-G-Y-C-A-T-I-O-N. Dot O-R-G. Yes. And I am Scott at education.org, S-C-O-T-T, and then the same as his. <laughs> so send us email. Exactly. Yay. Or, or go to the website and hit the My Chingo and send us voicemail. That's right. That's right. Don't forget to tell your friends and... Uh, Neighbors and, and large farm animals. And large farm animals. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't get that, that they're out They're one of, your of head, our demographics. <laughs> Demographicals? <laughs> Demographics, yes. Yes. Okay. And, any other news? Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing at this junction. Cool. There's a secret news coming. There is a secret, secret news. news. Secret. We got a secret button? No, no secret <laughs> buttons. All right. So, in 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 <coughs> weeks to come, we will. Our producer is working on something. Yes. Um. So uh, it's actually a very exciting announcement, but uh, and scary at the same time. That's right. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Man, we are just on fire <laughs> today. It's hot. That's why. It is hot. It's a vacation day, and we are in the studio. Yes. Working hard for you, our up. dear listeners. Yes, and wrapping up the news. Yes. Can't remember the last time we actually played that at the end of the news. <laughs> yeah, without missing the cue. Absolutely. To it. So only because I thought of it. <laughs> so today uh as you have seen um yesterday or the day before depending on when i post this um there is a video up at the website so if you have not seen this video you are required to go watch this video go ahead and hit pause we'll wait it's a prerequisite okay welcome this back <laughs> this will not play unless you have done it that's right um, so the video is a video called The Last Lecture, and it's by a dude named Randy Posh. Dr. Randy Dr. Posh. Randy Posh. Dr. Senor Randy Posh. <laughs> Esquire. The third. <laughs> no? All right. Anyway, he's a professor over at uh, Carnegie Mellon who's done some way cool stuff in his career. I would go so far as to call it 
Wicked. Yeah. And uh, why? Why Wicked? I have no idea. You get dude. stuck back in like '84. <laughs> wicked man, that's it's so much. That's right. So yeah, uh, he's he's done a lot with uh, <coughs> VR technology and teaching. He's a professor of computer science. Yes. And um, has just had a very cool um, professional life. Yes. In and outside of academia. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I mean, most of the stuff that he's talking about is uh, in academia related to his career one way or another. Um, but the catch is um, Dr. Posh or Dr. Randy or... Senor Esquire. Yes. Um, <laughs> found out last... Well, I am going to hell for this one. <laughs> found out last September that he has uh, pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer? Yes. And um, is has, well, at that time he was told six months to live. It is more longer than six months now because he's uh, doing still doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're being quite irrelevant. Irreverent. Irre- irreverent. Yes, that's the word. Not irrelevant. That too, but irreverent. Um, and and not trying to do any injustice. The, the last last golly, I cannot talk today. The last lecture. Um, it, it's a tradition at Carnegie Mellon, um, where he teaches that if you had one final lecture to give, uh, what would you give it on? Right. right. And um, it's it's quite uh, outstanding and emotional, and. Uh, but 100% inspiring. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And so that's what we are going to focus on today. Today. Um, you may have seen a short cut down version on Oprah. Who? Yeah. <laughs> She's one lady does a talk show thing, book club, I don't know. She Magazine. She hasn't called Network. Me. She uh, hasn't called me back, so she can't be that important. Right? <laughs> um, but uh, she did a 10-minute segment on, on him and, and the lecture and stuff like Which that. Which I, I saw first, and it really, it's good, but it doesn't do justice, doesn't do to, justice the, uh, to the, yeah. the whole lecture is about 76 minutes long. Yep, and worth every second. Exactly. And, um, no, I'm good. Okay. But thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, but, uh, so everybody's like, In what? studio what? beverages. That's right. <laughs> what they do, what they do. Um, so, but the, uh, it took me a minute because I was kept looking for the last lecture, the last lecture. And, uh, the name of the lecture is actually Achieving Your Childhood Dreams. And so... Uh, it's really kind of interesting because I, I took this as kind of it's a pretty easy way to kind of guide your own career as a teacher. Yeah. I mean, it's something to keep in mind while you're, you know, particularly when you're going through the, you know, garbage crap downside of, of being in education. Mm-hmm. The stress, the, you know. The low pay. The, the low pay, the people asking you to do stuff and and stuff like that and not that i don't mind people asking me to do stuff it's okay i i, yeah. I got mixed feelings about it at times though i gotta tell you <laughs> i gotta tell you scott can you no <laughs> so um so how do how do you want to attack this hey he does the the lecture in three parts uh the first part is pursuing your dreams 
The second part is enabling the dreams of others. Yes. And the third part, um, and I just watched it this afternoon, but it's it's kind of how to live. Yeah, kind of your responsibility to everybody else. Exactly. So we can just take it um, uh, part by part, yep. I guess. So uh, I'm going to start actually with my dream that uh, I have actually managed to achieve. Not um, that dream. Not that, no, not that one. Okay. So, okay, it's a G-rated <laughs> podcast. Explicit. Yes. Um, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so, anyway, no, the the thing that I kept, that I wanted to do for the longest time, and was every time I turned around, somebody was telling me, no, it's impossible, you'll never be able to do that, is actually become a tenured professor at a Japanese university. Believe it or not. Dude, you are so lying. No, really. I mean, that was totally, ever since I was in San Francisco and was working on my master's program. Okay, like, so this wasn't childhood. No. Okay, okay. Well, I was a child. <laughs> I still was child, are. Childlike. Childish? Childish. Okay, so, so okay. Um, but it was a dream and everybody was telling me, there's no way you could do that. Forget it. You ain't got the degrees. You I would have told them that three years ago. Exactly. I, I have been telling myself that three years ago. <laughs> but uh, I was in the right space at the right time and um, had the right... I, I was lucky. And. Uh, but what did he say about luck? Luck is when opportunity meets uh, preparation. Yes. And so... And I, I got to say that. I was prepared for my bit of luck. The timing was right. Right. And, uh, uh, the, the timing was right. But you had done several steps to kind of put yourself in that situation right. to receive it. So it wasn't just blind luck. Right, right. I wasn't just walking down the street and it hit me in the back of the head or nothing. Exactly. Which would have been cool. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, and, and that's, I think that's one of, did, did you have one? Um, Not that one. <laughs> no, no. Um, w but what I took away from the, the first part was not really um, the, the childhood dreams that I, I had or not. It was um, the advice of when you hit a brick wall, uh, brick walls are put... Uh, in order to stop the people who aren't really motivated yeah. to continue on. Yeah, the brick walls aren't there to stop you. The right. brick, brick walls are there to stop everybody else. They're, the brick walls are there to just test your determination and perseverance. Right. Yeah. How bad do you want it is the question that the brick wall asks you. And I, I found that to be very, very important and yeah. inspiring. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's, by, in large part, that's the case. It's just that the problem with me is I, I don't really encounter brick walls. I encounter razor wire walls. Yes. So I go the through them, up. but I just get sliced and Cut diced quite <laughs> a lot. Yeah. So. But. but no, let's see. My childhood dream, as my mother tells me, was to become a garbage man. And you're doing and it. I'm doing it. You're doing it. Well, no, I, I wanted to be an actor, and I am definitely acting up in my class, and uh, it, teaching is a performance. Absolutely. Performance uh, art. Performance, well, and, and selling, and 
so you have to uh, you sell what you the education and he said something to that extent or his one of his professors and and mentors said that and um, I totally believe it but yeah I, I put a lot of drama into my classroom and I have my students put drama in other ways into the classroom right in in literal drama ways so uh, there's that. And you can see some of the drama at eslstudentpublications.com. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice plug, nice. huh? Okay, I have nothing else to say. <laughs> um, but I, I guess one of the things that I got out of the first part of that is uh, you can't have a dream unless you define it. Yes. And so you need to, as a teacher, as a person... You know, sit down and and one day just go grab yourself a cup of coffee and sit down and say, "What is it that I want to do?" Um, and just write it down and kind of specific goals, yeah. not not anything that's too vague or ambiguous. If yeah. you really want to um, chase that, right, right, because if you don't write it down, it, it doesn't allow you to focus on what it is. And I think that goes for your students as well. And so a lot of times what I'll do at the beginning of the school year is uh, have them write a mission statement for themselves. I want to get X out of this year uh, at school. Mm -hmm. And do they get it? Sometimes. Sweet. But it depends on how hard they work. Again, I'm the one putting up the brick walls. True. So. But And, and it's good to, to put up brick walls to your students, I think. I th absolutely. You need to challenge them to... Uh, Test their desire and determination. Yes. So yes. that's that was the first part. So yep, and the second part was it was really what a lot of teachers um, <clears throat> should do, are doing, may do, and that is enable the dreams of others. Mm -hmm. And so um, every year, you know, I have students who are getting ready to go out and into the workforce and, and get ready to find jobs and stuff, particularly about this time of the school year here in Japan is job hunting season. Right. And so I'm forever telling my, you know, asking my students, well, who are you going to go interview with and, and why did you choose that company? And too many times I hear students say, well, I don't really want to work for these guys, but it would be a job. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, don't do that. Don't don't do that. And they look at me like I'm an alien with little <laughs> eyes poking out of the top of my head and big sharp teeth and right. and a dumb look on my face. Ask me and why. And you're not? Well, why? The, big, the, the big dumb look is always there. But and, and why? Because I don't want them to end up in a job where they hate it before they even get there. Uh-huh. And then have to spend 25 or 30 years slaving away at it, you know, losing the time and, and other stuff, you know, the priorities, uh, you know, having their priorities screwed up for the right. next 20 years. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I keep telling my students, my job is to educate you. Your job is to go out and become famous. Right. Because that way I can say, I know a famous person. And then they can give you some kickbacks. That would be great. But I, I think... In, in our field, in the ESL field, you have a definite um, opportunity to make uh, their dreams come true within our realm. I mean, right. you have a lot of students, I want, they don't say I want to be completely fluent. 
right. but they they want they definitely have goals that they want to achieve, and I think most of them are fairly realistic, mm-hmm. and um, we're giving great we have opportunity to to really and a way to actually see the progress and yeah, show yeah, them yeah. the progress that they're making. Yeah, and kind of use that to convince them, look, you, you can do it. It is possible for you to right. get out there and do this stuff. Um, for example, a colleague of ours who has been on the show, uh, Professor Paul Goldberg, um, he does a lot of extensive reading and uh, in different forms. But at the beginning of his uh, semester, he'll give them kind of a reading assessment test and then he'll give the same one we have a year-long course or and I think he even does it at the end of the semester as well mm-hmm. and so the students are like well we've been reading all semester but you know I don't feel like I'm learning I mean you don't you never feel like you're actually growing until you take the yardstick and measure yourself and see the difference right uh, and so he shows them he has them take the same assessment test and the students can actually see uh, the, their scores going up and seeing their, the ostensibly. level of their... What? Uh, ostensibly. Yes. <coughs> seeing um, and see the, the level increase. And so they get tremendous satisfaction mm-hmm. out of this. And it is kind of on a smaller <clears throat> scale, but making one possible dream come true. Right, right. And at least showing the students that... If you put in a little work, you will surprise yourself at what you can accomplish. Right. Even in a, even in as short a time as a semester, or believe it or not, a year is a short time. That's true. That's yeah. true. And w- with these small uh, realizations, then it can go on. A lot of them. Oh, I want to work at the airport. Being from from information receptionist to ground crew or flight attendant. And giving them these skills, they see the progress that they make, gives them more motivation to keep working to achieve those higher dreams that they have. Right, right. And actually, a lot of times by the end of the year, they've grown out of whatever they considered their dream at the beginning of the year and are actually setting their sights on even higher goals and possibilities because uh, the popular job for women coming out of university in Japan is a flight attendant. Mm -hmm. And I keep trying to ramp my my students' expectations up a little higher than that because, in no offense to any flight attendants who are listening, but um, you can do better. And, you know, once you get into the reality of the thing... Plus, there's not that many openings. Yeah, yeah. And it's because it's a high, high prestige job Right. You know, there's a ton of applications for it, but it's not once you get into it, it's not all that glamorous. I mean, you're you're dealing providing with a, a lot of crap from yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, and you're providing a definitely necessary service. See, um, I, I believe in that. <laughs> I don't want bad email. Well, any email is okay. So, uh, but um, you know, there are other ways. You know, to you know, do something. Right. That was totally not what I was going to say. <laughs> I lost it halfway through. Oh, well. Exactly. Anywho. You Anywho. get the idea. And um, so, and Scott mentioned this. Uh, part of the lecture was also about head fakes. Right. Where you think, uh, students think they're learning about something, uh, 
when they're learning a whole other skills and and lessons. <laughs> and so I I totally agree. I think with my um, with the video component of my speaking listening class, I'm teaching them film production, and I I I don't think any or many, if any, students will go on to film careers uh, right. in front of or behind the camera. But uh, within those uh, assignments, they learn to work with others. They learn right. um, how to diplomatically uh, communicate. Right. Uh, they learn, if they're working with the foreign students, cross-cultural communication. Right. Um, they also learn after the fact, they go back and can reflect on what's been produced and say, Ooh, um, so-and-so we need to work on your enunciation. Your diction isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, the next time I'll have to do it better. Right. And so they're, they're <coughs> developing a lot of academic and just, uh, extracurricular life skills right, that they right. can take with them. And, that's enabling them to chase their dreams. That might not be their dreams per se, but it gives them the tools, the skills to further chase their own real dreams. It may be the step ladder that helps them get over that brick wall. Nice. Yeah. This episode is going to be called Step Ladders. <laughs> I, I am the stool. <laughs> that, oh wait, that yeah, I don't know if I want to go there. <laughs> Wee. You missed the shit, you? you missed it. All right. I thought it was pretty witty, though. It was. It was. And unfortunately, I knew exactly where you were headed, <laughs> so there was no ambush. Um, and then the the last anything else for enabling? Nope. Be an enabler. Be an enabler. And the last part was just taking responsibility. And um, one of the main parts was that I enjoyed. Um, he was like, be honest right, and direct, Yep. Um, which I take but to maybe, a whole new level. Maybe not <laughs> quite as honest as Senor Duarte. <laughs> Might want to curb it a little bit. Engage, filter, brain <laughs> to mouth. Yes. Yes. Occasionally. Occasionally. So, but um, it, it's much better to be honest and open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And particularly one of the things that he focused on was when you make a mistake, own up to it. Yeah. Say you're sorry. Apologize and apologize correctly. Right. And he went into that more on Oprah than he did in the lecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I think it was it was a good point for him to make. So if you watch the lecture, which is on uh, the education website, also uh, YouTube the Oprah one. It's it's a short ten minute yeah, yeah. piece and that part's very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um so apologize, apologize correctly and I mean it. And mean it. And and he says that the way you know that you mean your apology is you take steps to correct it, to fix yeah. it. Yeah. I'm sorry I've done this. What can I do to make this right? Yes. Or how can I make this right? Yep. And that's a very important part. Yep. Whereas I just say, oh, it's Scott's fault. Yes. He did it. I did it. It's me. You apologize and make it right. Sorry. He's I'm such running an idiot. the other way. <laughs> sorry he's such an idiot. It won't, won't happen the same way again. I'm sorry you had to deal with Senor Duarte. 
Apology accepted. Exactly. Um, and then, bottom line was just to have fun. Yeah. Have yeah. fun in what you do. Love what you do. Have a passion for what you do. And if you don't, find what does give you passion and and go there. Yeah, and start start focusing towards that. Now, a lot of people are like, well, but I don't. I can't give up. You know, my stability, my, my money. Yeah. To be able to go pursue what makes me happy because right now there's no money in that. Well, you got to look at what we're doing. Um, we do enjoy teaching, but we enjoy doing this program a lot more. And we're just getting paid so much money for this program. Yes. Um, paid is where money comes to me, right? <laughs> Not where the money leaves me. Oh, oops. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because all of it's been going the other way. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <clears throat> For those of you who but, got those snazzy keychains. That's right. You're welcome. <laughs> that's out of my pocket. Pocket. Yep. But the other thing is we're not complaining about that. We don't. We did that. Well, we because, are right now. But. Well, I, yeah, because it's funny. <laughs> but, um, I mean, we're, we did that and we're doing that because we care about the program. We care about the ideas that we're trying to get across. And, you know, we hope you do, too. And, and one way you can show us that you care is by telling all your friends and making them subscribe. Exactly. We don't even have a tip jar. We don't want your right. money. We just want you to keep it on the down, tell everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> keep it on the tell everybody you know. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Ask a Ninja. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, and for when we've been giving presentations at TESOL or wherever, the bottom line of our message is always get out there and do it yourself. Yep. I mean, listen to our show. That's great. But create your own show. Sure. But, and, and, but that's not what the, the lecture wasn't get out there and podcast. It was get out there and do whatever you want. Do that whatever. Makes, that makes you happy. You want to do that makes you happy. Yes. yes. yes I and for me, that's learning to speak English correctly. Yeah, well. We're and fluently. Still, we still got a little work to do. <laughs> That, that's okay. That's my don't, dream. Don't, don't tell him. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, and we think that the video was the the lecture was uh, high enough quality, and the the meanings and and the messages that he had are, while not directly related to what he was what he was doing or how he was teaching per se. Um, but I think it affects everybody who's a teacher in particular because we have a f big influence over people's lives, whether we believe it or not. Right. Um, and it doesn't matter whether you're uh, primary, secondary, or post-secondary. Um, you are affecting your li lives in one way or another. Right. And so you as a teacher need to, you know, keep asking yourself the right questions. Am I doing this to help the students? Is this just a paycheck? Um, where am I at? And how can I help my students achieve their goals? And how can I keep them on the right path and not let them give up? One of the stories that he told was uh, how his advisor had said, you're going to Carnegie Mellon. And then he, he wasn't able to get in. Oh, that was this, hilarious. It was a great story, so I'm not going to retell it and screw it up. But So go watch the video and find <laughs> out how that story ended. Um, but that type of thing, it was, it was very, I, it, I kept sitting there saying, oh, I want to be that kind of teacher. Yeah. And, and for, 
the role as a teacher, one of the important um, pieces of information that someone told him and he told uh, us as the audience was that no matter who it is, everyone eventually will show will will shine mm. yep. for you. Be patient. You'll see the good in some everybody else. Exactly. And so uh, and be willing to take chances as well on the mm-hmm. students. He, he gave another uh, anecdote where his dean, um, and who was in charge of his tenure, uh, really headed out for, or in for, either way, uh, a student. And uh, Randy Posh didn't see that in the student. And he, he went to bat for the student and said, you know, I vouch for him. And the dean said, well, okay, I'll, I'll take that in consideration when you're up for tenure. And the student went on to take over his uh, VR classes and yep. is a very significant player in the academic world of uh, virtual reality. Of and virtual reality. Yeah, yeah, so it was very impressive. Stand by your students. Your students will stand by you. Yep. Stand by people. And, exactly. and they'll come back and karma yep. plays a lot into it. Yep, yep. Um, the other thing that I wanted to point out about the things that he's done, he this uh, he taught a class called Building Virtual Worlds. And it was totally an experimental class. And uh, by the time they got to the end of the first project, it was like two or three weeks into the course, um, his students presented the projects and he's like mm. and, he's, and as soon as he got back to, into his office he's like oh my god if that would have been a semester course just that chunk i would have i would have given them all a's because it was you know it was great and so Where what do i do here? now yeah and so uh instead of just relying on himself he called his mentor up mm-hmm. and said what do i do with these kids he's like push them a little bit <laughs> And he's like, okay. So I went back into class. He goes back into class and says, that was not bad, but I think you can do better. And, you know, he just doesn't believe what <laughs> is actually coming out of his mouth. But, you know. And I can totally relate to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, no matter how, how much they shine, keep pushing them to, to keep going further and further. And they will reach those yeah. new bars that you set for them. Exactly. Throw away the bar and, and just throw the projection up and, and they'll break through it. They just got to have the chance. Exactly. It is uh, about that time. So, yeah, uh, so, so final... today's, well, yeah, today's wasn't uh, ESL specific. No, but, but that's okay. It, it, it's definitely, I think, important enough. And it, it's uh, definitely part of the education realm that we are all in. Yeah, and needs to be stated, and you should definitely watch the video. The video is much better than our podcast about the video. Yes, as most things usually. <laughs> but uh, so come to education dot org e d g y c a t i o n dot o r g. The uh, what you call it? The video is up on say April twenty second. Is the date? that I posted it up. I can't remember. But it's there. Also, one other cool thing you'll find is uh, Carnegie Mellon went through and actually made a transcript of it. Oh, sweet. So it's in PDF form. There's a link to it from our site as well. It'd be a great thing for a class, for for 
intermediate to, to high level class. Yeah, I'm going to be using it from next week. So next week when we come back, I will be talking a little bit about how that went. Yeah, so I wish I could have taken uh, one of Professor Pasha's classes. Yeah, me too. He's, uh, he's an excellent speaker. And he sounds like a cool teacher and he teaches cool stuff. Exactly, exactly. So please check out the video. Yes. So let me put the uh, non-ambulance theme on. <laughs> oh, you thought that was a reference to him. No, no it, it's just it bad. was not a reference to him. I call I've always called this one the non-ambulance theme. Because <laughs> Because the other one has an ambulance kind of thing. I know, I know. It's just bad timing of that comment. Dear Dr. Posh, <laughs> if you're hearing this right now, tell the other Spice Girls I'm really sorry. <laughs> and I guess on that note... We'll see you in hell. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so take care, everyone. Um, I'll see you next week. Exactly. See, there's the ambulance part. Bye, everybody.